0: Hello and welcome out there to another T and Tights special. This is T and Tights podcast, a Great British Wrestling podcast for Great British Wrestling. I am your host, the Great British Attacker, Mr. Andrew Moore. and to most, I am joined by the heart and soul of the show, Mr. Daniel Allen, and a very, very special guest, PCW founder, that's Preston City Wrestling founder, Mr. Stephen Flutter. Welcome. Thank you. How are you doing, guys? You all right? Not too bad. Uh, Good, thanks. How's things down your end at the moment?
1: Yeah, busy. Very busy. Um, try to get everything off the ground. Try to work out what loose ends I hadn't tied up when we shut down. Uh, do you know when you're halfway through projects and things, I'm trying to remember where I'm at and catch up and finish things off that way. Um, I'm trying to work out which of my venues are still going, which have shut down, <laughs> which of the talent are still wrestling, which have retired, you know, which of my students are coming back, which are still going. It, it, it's just this little transition period right now. It's all a bit crazy.
0: Awesome. It sounds it. Yeah, so President City Wrestling, uh, you've been running now for just over 12 years, is that correct?
1: It's uh, our 10-year anniversary in September. Um, but we haven't actually used the term Preston City Wrestling now since about 2014, 2015. Mm. Um, once we started not running in Preston. Um, a bit of a story is really. We were going by Preston City Wrestling. The first place we expanded to was Blackpool. Um, obviously I overlooked the kind of football rivalry and everyone were pulling the posters down because it's a Preston on. <laughs> <laughs> so then we changed into PCW UK. <laughs> That's the idea of
0: branding. Uh... Yeah. So, so tell us how you got started. How did it all get going to begin with?
1: Um, well, I used to just be a wrestling fan. Uh, you know, I'd go to events all across the country. I'd go to shows in America. Um, I'd go to like I'd get like the platinum tickets, go like Impact Wrestling, where you meet everybody. So I'd see how everyone does all these meets and greets. I'd see how everyone runs events. Uh, my background was like running bars, restaurants, bowling alleys, different things in hospitality uh, as a manager. So I could manage events. I also was looking what other people were doing to events. Uh, and there was like a gap in the market in the UK, especially in the Northwest. And I thought, you know, I can do this. I can step into this. Um, and obviously my experience of events, managing people, managing teams, and also just like an eye for detail, because I'd already seen the roster across the UK that I'd want to use and how shows should be put together.
0: Because, mm. yeah, it's just around the, uh, I guess, the boom period for British wrestling. There were so many... Big stars just making their names for themselves all across the country and, of course, in the states. It was uh,
1: before the boom period. There was no boom period,
0: until... and <laughs> so <laughs> at least that's what his
1: accountant says. <laughs> no, I mean there was no boom period when we started. It was before
0: when, obviously, when we started. Yeah, um, well, it's part was, of the kickoff, eight, I guess, where it was it all eighteen started.
1: shows a year, eighteen shows a year in the northwest. Now there's
0: probably eighteen shows <laughs> over like a few weeks, you know. Yeah. Do you still remember your first event? Um, British
1: wrestling, or actually WWE, or t- oh, time of wrestling. Well,
0: your one, and then we'll go to. Do you remember what was the uh what kicked you off in wrestling yourself, what made you a fan? All
1: right. Well, the first wrestling event I went to was actually like Preston Guildhall. Um, and that like the fake Legion of Doom, the fake Undertaker, you know, one of them ones. Uh, you know, which even then, because there was no internet when you're a child and you're watching that, as much as you think it's not them, you wasn't sure, you know. Um, obviously, these days now they're looked at as comic do now they're still going to them type of events. Um, but yeah, the and then after that, like WWE, like, like the first WWE show I went to was actually when Cena and HBK in London went like an hour on route. Um, that was special, yeah, that right, that right. I, I don't remember that it was special, but I was absolutely hammered and try to watch a one-hour match when you hammered. And I, was like, I can barely remember it. I've watched it back since, and it was good.
2: I, I can imagine it's one of those cases of, I need a pee, I need a pee. Oh, it'll be over in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> we always go
0: <come> by. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Oh. Uh, I, I know there's no way I could actually do that uh, myself. <laughs> I'm such a small body, it doesn't hold liquor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh. hold liquor well. Well, um, it, came,
1: it came on the screen on that show that it was going to be, um, I'm sure it was all in the Edge. And so we expected another match. So every time we didn't want to go thinking this is going to end, then there's going to be another match. But that never happened. It just kept going, kept going, and the show ended.
0: Well, there you go. Uh, as I say, yeah, you, you're actually the PCW first event. You actually remember that one?
1: The first U event, yeah. Um, basically, a book called Cabana. Um, and back then, there wasn't, like it is now, where there's millions of podcasts, where it feels like it's millions. There's, mm. there's definitely hundreds of thousands. You know, back then, there wasn't actually that many podcasts about, uh, you know, the equipment wasn't as cheap to buy. It wasn't as easily just to get your hands on. So there wasn't as many people doing podcasts. But Colt Cabana was getting, like, millions of listeners. So we booked Colt Cabana. He plugged our show on his podcast. And that's what actually generated our boom for us at the start, like all the ticket sales. We had a lot of casual fans, you know, that it really got our name out there.
2: I remember um, one of his early shows where he interviewed Pack and was talking about um, how uh, mental health was a big thing and how speaking for him and learning how to do his interviews. That might have even been backstage um, up there. So the podcast goes back. That's absolutely brilliant. But we want to look... Forward, we want to see what Preston's uh, what PCW. I'm gonna to have to stop saying this. <laughs> we want to see what PCW's plans are for the future.
0: So, uh, for starting first, of course, you have launched your PCW on demand or independent wrestling on demand. Do you want to tell the guys about that? Um, to, to be honest, like we set up like the independent wrestling on demand
1: about, about 18 months ago. Um, you know, and obviously just before COVID hit, so I couldn't really get it off the ground. Um, and then the images on it had people who were involved in, you know, what they shouldn't have been doing when they were all the, you know, a bit of drama in the UK. Um, so I had to get all the images changed and everything. But because I wasn't active, wrestling wasn't active, I just put it on the back burner until now. But I've been doing all the work behind the scenes. There's like, there's over 100 promotions on this on-demand service, which is immense, you know. So like there's like 2,500 two, 2, hours of footage at least on there already. There's all the PCW back catalogue, there's ICW, you know, there's high spots. There's so much on it. I think it's got massive potential to actually
0: be something else as a standalone brand, you know. Mm, so,
2: huge potential.
0: Yeah, And, of course, that links into the fact that you're looking to work with so many different promotions. I've seen the post, of course, you're looking to work with uh, promotions across Europe right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's it. Well, I can work with them on that. I can work with them with guys like our training school, expand the brand. Uh, I've got the equipment now during lockdown. I'm looking to get back into iPay pay-per-views. And, obviously, if I'm using talent from across Europe, uh, it expands our brand because there's more chance of people from the home promotions buying into the pay-per-views. Uh, I'm just looking at expansion at the moment, really, and how I can do it.
2: I've got a quick question. I was having a look on um, on the whole uh, the, the, the video streaming service. I can't get my teeth in today. Um, you've got a wrestling company from Taiwan on there as well.
1: Yeah, there's all sorts. Taiwan, I think there's Hong Kong, uh, Australia, Russia, Poland. There's places, like, you name it, there's companies on that. It's crazy. The places you've never even heard of um the amount of footage on there and different companies it's just something different because you've got obviously fight tv yeah and they're great but they've got all the like, very well-known brands so to speak mm. but now there's a place for all these brands you've never heard of you know it just gives a, a complete different option you know i mean if you're bored and you want to just sign up for a month for a fiver you could sit there and flick through it all Let's face it. What's a fiver for a worth for something to do, you know? And then yeah. you'll find something you enjoy, something that you'd be surprised by.
2: Mm. Where I live, that you can't even get a pipe
0: for that. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, as you say, uh, there's not just that. There's the fight nation you have set up with Fight Network as well. Uh, I remember really you yep. had the YouTube video that you're possibly hoping to get the eye paper views going on the on that fight network.
1: Yeah, Fight TV. We're looking at launching on soon. Um, they're great, you know. They've got like four million subscribers. Um, so us was only all I the wonder. kits, It was only all the kit. We can put um, I pay per views out for next to nothing. I'm looking at trying to do like 99pi pay per views. You know, just a cheap option, just to get people interested, try and get people watching the product. I just want to get our name out there again. You know, PCMU's mm. back. you know, really expand, really make it boom and stand out, make it accessible to everybody because people's got to be able to see it. These pay-per-views and that when they want what, $20, $30, $40. No, it <laughs> doesn't work like that. You know? <laughs> no, no. You know, the, the, the name value, the talent aren't there. There's no dream matches like there was right now. And you need to make wrestling accessible for people. Suck the fans back in so they care about the, ros- the wrestlers that are about now so we can go back to having dream matches when people care about the talent. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, so, of course, you've got that. And now you've got uh, sporty stuff on Sky Network. Yeah, the Sporty Stuff, uh, that's, on, that's a new channel
1: on Sky. Uh, Showcase, that's another channel on Sky. Uh, so, Sporty Stuff's Monday, uh, should be 11 pm, but it's at midnight at the moment with the time difference. Um, I have to change all my graphics. Yeah. <laughs> um, Saturday, Showcase, 9 pm. Uh, Sports Channel Network as well, it's another channel. Uh, that's on Freeview on channel 266. It's not on at the moment, so obviously the pandemic hits, and I think they stalled their launch on Freeview. But it is on uh, LG TVs, Samsung TVs. I think you can download
0: the app on Fire Stick and things like that. But that's another channel as well that we're on. So we're all over the place at the moment. Yeah, and that's the same channel as obviously MLW over in America, the Major League Wrestling. Uh, Big fan, old fan. So big channels, big news, of course. Uh, You've got the PCW Academy. When did you set that up?
1: Um, Five years ago now that started, yeah. Um, it's crazy I mean he's gone so fast I mean don't get me wrong I've lost a quarter of that time with COVID but it's still five years of it being set up which you know at at the time we set it up we had no trainees coming through nothing it was just a blank canvas Uh, and now there's so many talents around the Northwest in our roster everywhere uh, that's benefited from that facility Um, you know there's others like um, even the staff members that we've developed with different courses we do we do like a non wrestler training course there they've all come and developed from using that academy. You know, it's used for so much to help people in wrestling. Who
2: that. are you using as your main trainers? Um, well,
1: we cycle through, to be honest. At the moment, it's a guy called Sheik Elshan. Um, you know, which you might not know that he's, he's not necessarily worked all over the country yet, but he's, um, he, you know, it, I know there's certain interest from big companies inside him already. Um, but he was a professional football coach for Burnley. He's also a school teacher by trade, so it's natural for him oh, to be. Oh, fantastic! Active. Yeah, so you know, he's got all the safeguardings covered. He's also a qualified coach, which that's more important than anything. But he's also a very, very, very talented wrestler. He's picked things up faster than anybody. Do you know when some people are just naturals mm. and they're, within a couple of years, that's it, they're already at that level. You know, he's already working all the way across the country, he's just not. This, this will be his breakout year. Covid just kind of slowed him down a little bit.
0: Yeah, there's, very, very much a shame because, yeah, big, big star in the future.
2: There's going to be a lot of people having breakout years this year. I cannot wait to see all the British shows. I've started buying my tickets already. Um, and We're quite lucky because Andy is up north and I am sort of Southish. <laughs> so we, we get to cover a lot of independent shows
0: mainly on the east coast but yeah you you can head out uh, that way and so can we uh, so we are planning to uh come down to your pcw academy benefits show uh do you want to tell the guys about that one
1: yes yeah, so, I, so I, I set up a little show mainly it was due to shake the ring rust off because we've got a new ring we've got new cameras we've got new microphones i wanted to test all the new equipment i wanted the staff to have a chance to kind of ease the way back in um, just a little test of the show. It's supposed to be a little test of the show. Um, next thing you know, 250 tickets have been snapped up. There's still three and a half months to go, and I'm like, oh no, this is gonna get still <laughs> So now I'm expecting this absolute like mental show. There's gonna be 500 plus fans, you know, because it's their first ten- taste of wrestling in the area. Um, I really had no intention of actually putting on this big super mega show with all the main roster, but now I've no choice. I can't yeah. put I can't put a lot of trainees who've not wrestled in a year in front of five hundred people who are desperate to see wrestling going batshit. They'll they'll be terrified. They'll never want to wrestle again.
0: <laughs> and of course, before that show, you have the PC Academy Open Day, don't you? On the uh, Saturday, the twenty second.
1: Yeah, twenty second of May is like an open day for people just to try wrestling training. Um, you know which we always do the open days. It's a free trial. People can come and experience it. Even if they don't want to be a wrestler, they can just have the experience. We don't mind. Let them see the facility, get used to it. Uh, you know. And then if you want to stick it out, they can stay and train with us. All of June as well, um, we do this thing called Open Ring. Uh, there won't be any fans allowed, but it's like open mic night in the academy. Uh, so every Saturday night, we'll stream it on Facebook. There'll be a show on every Saturday and it's wrestlers from all around the area. Uh, some some come from across the country. And it's just like open mic night where you come and wrestle, you know, and it'll help them shake all the ring rust off. It'll make it a lot safer for a lot of talent to have the opportunity to wrestle on the show without the pressure, you know, get that ring time. Because some
0: people did not wrestle now for 18 months. They need ring time.
2: That's banging.
0: That's that's a good idea. Uh, (laughs) Can't support that enough. So, yeah, we'll be happy to yeah. li- like and share all those as they come across. Uh, after the Academy Benefit Show, you have the uh, the non-wrestler training and experience day.
1: Yeah, yeah, I need to push that, uh, but that's amazing. We've discovered staff from that. Uh, we get a lot of people from outside wrestling as well who want to kind of just get touched into wrestling. So we'll teach them every aspect from ring announcing to managing to refereeing. We cover everything, and then at night we do a show Again, we just do one of them open ring shows where people can come down and wrestle. But what we do, we make them the commentators, them the announcers, them you know, so everyone gets to try out what they've learned all day on an in an actual showtime experience as well. Uh, and then people, it's like sink or swim because then they've tried themselves on an actual show rather than the classroom experience. And then we can see who actually has potential, and the ones who have potential, we give them more opportunities at PCW.
0: Uh, I, I think you've just sold me on that. I've always wanted to be a wrestling manager. Never wanted to be a wrestler, because but no. managing, yeah. I'd love to I've always that. wanted to be an announcer.
2: I've always <laughs> wanted to it. wrestle, but obviously I'm 40 years old now and my knees are knackered. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, honestly, so many people we've developed from that. Our backstage interview of TV now is from non-wrestler training, you know, and it's not, it's just, it, it's a way to kind of discover people, let people try and, and see what the strengths are. We have the right people taking the course, for like Greg Lambert and Stallion, who like they've got a wealth of experience. And we've got a we used to have Des Robinson doing the referee side of things. And but you know, so we got the main people from PCW come and take the course with them, and then they feed it all back to me on who's doing well and who's you know, so I know who to look at going forward. Brilliant,
0: awesome.
1: Well, so you win- just said
2: you, sorry, I'm, I'm gonna dive in quickly. You just said you bought a new ring, yeah, yeah. What size um,
1: ring have you got? Uh, 20 foot WWE size.
2: Proper ring. Proper ring. a big ring.
1: There's a 20 foot ring, so I want to stand out. Um, so I just want to make PCW bigger, better, different. Um, so hopefully this will help give us that X factor. You know, We were recently, um, sorry, sorry. Go on.
2: We were recently interviewing um, Adam Mansfield, Muscles Mansfield, um, British journeyman wrestler for a long, long time. And he was telling us a great story about the worst ring that he wrestled in, which was literally held up with an umbrella in one corner. <laughs> <quarter. laughs> so it's great to hear that PCW will not be needing umbrellas for their new rings.
1: Hopefully not, no. <laughs> you never know with new rings, but no, no, we've got to set it up. We've got to leave it in the academy, set up for a while, like get all the teething issues out. Always have teething issues with new rings, just to try and get everything tied and right, you know. Uh, but no we're excited everything's going to be good
0: so as you say looking to that future who apart from Sheik of course now because we've already mentioned him who else do you think is going to be a breakout star this year well because I've been
1: like a kid in the candy shop I've had to, like, I've had a chance to kind of like book a new roster we've literally booked everyone we think that's going to blow up so mm-hmm. I could list, I could make a list that goes on forever we've got like Roy Johnson you know from London you know uh, we've got mad kurt which he appeals <laughs> to a different demographic you know it might not be you know but he's doing something that's getting the attention of the internet we've got like jack morris from scotland he looks a star carries himself like a star you know we've got people coming from every corner of the uk will Cruz, will Cruz is gonna blow up you know there's a massive gap dave mastiff's in wwe uk there's not big men who can throw themselves about a ring right now i don't think like will Cruz. you know so he's a star you know, we've got, even though he's not blown up yet, you've got Yester Reese. There is nobody like Yester Reese on the UK circuit with a body like him, the size of him. He looks like a absolute complete WWE style kind of mm. package wrestler. You know, we've got something of everything for everybody. We've got our own rookies. We've got a guy called Rossi Rascal, right? Uh, we do need to tweak his name. I want to make him more serious. But he's um, a martial artist. He's, a, he's got his own uh, taekwondo school. He's a black belt. Fully trained martial artist, coaches, all kids, class, everything. Very good guy. Really good. Loads of potential. You know, I, he's got a really good look, chisel body and everything. So I expect him to blow up as well. But we've also got a lot of, like, massive female stars as well. You know, like, you've got, like, Angel Hayes, Emily Hayden from Scotland. They're, they're making big noise. And we've got a girl called Vanessa Love who's just moved here from Canada. Um, you know, she was a champion at um, Battle Arts, which is Santino's school. Yes. Uh, she she could blow up, you know. She could be a big star, you know. We've got loads of different people who have so much potential. Uh, we've got this guy called Priscilla, um, obviously, you know, play like the RuPaul kind of character, you know, the mime, the miming kind of entrance. Yeah, um, so much potential for that. Uh, all like all of you players like he was living in the South Coast Plymouth, so he never really got that exposure because no one wants to bring someone up here from Plymouth. It costs a fortune in petrol. However, he's moved to Manchester, so. You know, I'm giving him opportunity now. He's always wanting to work for BCW. He's hungry, and he's someone I can really market as well. Mm. Um, I, honestly, I could list all my roster. I've literally tailored everything around what will be the next breakout stars. I've always had my finger on the pulse with
0: who's next, and I've booked who's next. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, of course, you've got the veterans alongside that as well. Doug Williams, Jodie uh Dean mm. omac all some of the best wrestlers in the UK ever. Yeah.
1: That's it, Joey Hayes, Danny Over. You've got to have these people. You've got to have them backstage. You've got to have them to guide them. Your young stars don't get better without people they can learn from. That's how you get better in wrestling. You've got to be able to learn from. You don't learn anything wrestling someone who's not as good as you. You know, you've got to work with people or work alongside people who can lead the way.
2: We were discussing this with Joel Redman. Um, we interviewed him last... Was it last week? Yeah, it was last week. Last week, bloody hell. Time's flying at the moment. So much coming up ahead of this week. Uh, we're interviewing Joel Redmond and chat to him and he was mentioning um, yesterday as well and how he has managed to um, develop his body during lockdown and how he's been recommending so many people um, in ways that they can um, work out, eat healthy and yeah. um, prepare themselves. He's a specimen, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he is. He is. I've not spoken to him about eating healthy or anything. You know, I've lived off just eat for a year. You know, I can't. <laughs> I do need to get back in shape. I do, but yeah. But yeah, he has. He's 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 such a nice guy. He's so passionate. He's a professional physiotherapist
0: as well, so he's always beneficial. Oh, sorry, I've lost you. Wait. It's okay, he's, he's a mute it's, He's going to come back. He's going to come back. There
2: we go. There you go. You back. Can you hear him? You hear me now. Oh. I can just about hear him. <laughs> Modern technology is a wonder and a nightmare at the same time.
1: <laughs> oh, I've got it. I've got it. There we go. <laughs> One second. Uh, uh, that's so annoying. <laughs> when someone tries to call me, it knocks the audio off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, I... <laughs> We had that with Amber Jody the other week actually. It happens as life does continue. And of course, you're a very busy man at the moment. And one of the questions we did ask Joel, I'm gonna ask you yourself. Mount Rushmore gets mentioned a lot, obviously in wrestling. They always say American wrestlers. So we're looking at finding out who people think is the Mount Rushden of British wrestling. So four half stars. Who do you think have been, who would you put on your Mount Rushmore of UK wrestling? Um, to, to be
1: honest, I as far as UK wrestling goes, it's hard, you know, um, because ev- everyone always excels, you know, but no, you've got obviously British wrestlers who are doing well in WWE right now, uh, you know, but it's hard because not many people have that legacy yet. Do you know, what, British Bulldogs only just got in the Hall of Fame, but it's not, He's not seen as a megastar in the Hall of Fame. You know, there's no one seen us that level yet on the same as the Americans. And mm. uh, so to put actual Mark Rushmore together, you know, it, it's hard. It's hard because, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, we, we don't even have four people who are respected in the world, just on the level of, say, Hogan. Oh, um, yeah. You know, things like that. And it's hard when you consider a Rushmore that, you know, I, I wouldn't like to pick four names that are inferior to. You know, like the global four. Yeah, I, I
0: guess yeah, because the Flair, the Hogan.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. Everyone argues all that, you know, and it's there, Like, don't get it wrong, Drew's going down the right path, you know, but it's a shame because his biggest WrestleMania moment was seen in silence. You know, it wasn't seen on that level it should be. So he's now he's he's always lost the step because of that. You know, like say the British Bulldog thing. And Harry's going, thank you, the fans, for getting us in the Hall of Fame. It shouldn't be the fans. They get the British Bulldog in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, he was the one that made the massive SummerSlam events a success. They've never been able to have a British event like that since WWE because they've never had the star power. Like, they've never had that British megastar to do it. They've got me out of that with Drew now. Mm. You know They might be able to do a British a pay-per-view with Drew. Um, but this is hard. It's hard because you've got Doug Williams, who wrestled everywhere in the world, you know, but never actually broke that that ceiling. You know, you know Will Osprey—he's smashing it right now. But then, obviously, all the all the stuff that comes with him. Yeah. So yeah, who knows in the future? But right now, it's hard. It's
0: hard to actually put a Rushmore together when. What about during the WOS era, the World of Sport era? Well, in the old days, yeah. yeah right. So
1: I never watched it. I don't no. actually. No. <laughs> I don't. I'm 37, not 57, so it's before me. So I'm not really... I couldn't comment. I don't know.
2: Uh-huh.
0: I'm, I'm the same age. I I only just remember it. And I uh, I just... I, yeah. At the moment, I'm on a bit of a kick and I love to go through the guys. If they're all on YouTube. Uh, and But as you say, it lost its way because it didn't have the sportsmanship of... Oh, sorry. We've lost Daniel now. He's had to run off to a council meeting. Yeah, so you... Just bear with us. So, of course, yeah, we just lost out to the guys like Hogan. The guys like Flair just took uh, so much appeal away from the UK scene. And even Adrian Street would uh, be another name I'd like to throw out there. Fantastic, fantastic a Great showman, but still never reached it to that level. Uh, but what matches are you looking forward to putting together in the next? Uh, you've got your action show. Uh, what matches have you put together so far? On which show, sorry? Uh, it's your first show back.
1: Oh, right. Um, the only match I put is uh, Joey Hayes versus Will Cruz for the, champion, right, for the PCW Championship. Uh, that's because uh, we had Will Cruz win a tournament before lockdown, um, which made him, made him the number one contender. Uh, Joey Hayes lost the title on that same show. So he's due a rematch. The person who's the champion is unavailable now. So, obviously, it makes sense to us to put them two together. And that's the only yeah. actual match we have booked for any show because people still got to remember that it's another four months before we start back up. You know, it's, it's crazy.
2: Mm. Uh,
0: so, you, uh, what about other type of championships? Uh, have you got at the moment? Have you got any ideas for tournaments or have you got champions already? Are they holding um, their belts?
1: September September the 10th, for doing Tag Team Turmoil. Uh, that'll be the anniversary show, 10th anniversary show. That'll be for the tag belts. Uh, Layton Buzzards, he's our cruiserweight champion in Scotland. He's a Lion Arch trainee. Uh, Lizzie Styles she's our female champion still. Um, but that, that's the champion, that's the belts we have at PCW. You know, obviously, we're, we've got two champions and <laughs> three belts vacant.
0: Uh, so, so, their championship reigns, are you counting the lockdown days or are you going to uh, put a little asterisk beside them? Oh, to be honest, I'm
1: just sitting the big reset button, you know, we everything. Everything's a fresh start. I'm not going to be starting with stats. You've been champion for 16 years or whatever. So it's, like, it's like, no. Just like when they're going Walter, you've been champion for two years. How many times has Walter defended that belt? for? <laughs> yeah.
0: I think I worked out the other day I had to do an article for Bodyslam.net. I'm sure I only worked out as he's had seven defences of his belt. And, yeah.
1: Uh, it's mental. It's mental. It's not a big thing to celebrate when it's just not
0: been active. Are you watching NXT TakeOver tonight? Stand and Deliver?
1: No, no. No, I watch Mania. Um To be honest, I don't watch that much wrestling. I'm very much aware of what's going on in wrestling. You know, I watch what I can. Uh, I'll try and, I'll, you know, I'll, even two nights of Mania is a big push for me. It's like, Imagine like day and night, I'm doing wrestling stuff. If you worked at Starbucks, would you go home and get a coffee grinder out, start grinding coffee beans up and doing all that lot? You know, and it's like you've got to be able to switch off. Uh, Yeah. And it's very hard to, you know, necessarily sit and watch wrestling when I've been sat there for 10 hours on a laptop
0: doing wrestling things. Uh, So (laughs) when international markets step up again, Who, because you've had loads of international stars on your shows before?
1: Yeah,
0: list off a few of the names that you've actually had before. I'm happy for you to do that. (laughs) Everyone,
1: everyone, everyone, by Cena and Orton, everyone on WrestleMania has all worked for me. Be it the Hurt business, Samoa Joe, or AJ Styles, you name it. They've all Kevin Owens. Most of most of the people on the WrestleMania card worked at PCW multiple
0: times. Because hmm. uh, actually, thinking about it, I, I w- did watch the PCW play on Sky Showcase. Not this yeah. week, it was the last week, and you had on the ROH uh, show where you had the partnership with ROH. So you had the Hooligans versus War Machine at the time. Yeah, uh, Dalton Castle versus Australian Man Standing. I can't remember his name now. Can you remember his name? He's the last real man standing. I I can remember his moniker, but I can't actually remember his name now.
1: And it's going to bust. Silas Young.
0: That's the one, yeah. yeah. Great, great matches. Uh, So at the moment, obviously, with those channels, you've got a lot of the old stuff, the old footage. Uh, Have you got plans for a weekly show at the moment? Do do you know where that's going to land on which channel?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the PCW plays, the new stuff. Uh, the piece that we rewind is the old stuff. Uh, and then when obviously we we do start running again, then that's when it'll be plays like the new content, the the you know the show that's the cool show, we all the you know the the current matches, backstage interviews, episodic storylines, and then rewind will just be classic matches that from the past. Which Great, yeah. been, the idea is just an hour of classic matches featuring like WWE talent things like that that airs an hour before a roll starts. It's just perfect, isn't it? It just fits in, yeah. a bit of a, An hour time killer.
0: So, who are the guys that you're possibly looking at to on that international market that you would like to see come down to PCW?
1: Um, To be honest, it's a bit weird. Uh, there's not that many people making a lot of noise at the moment for me to bring in. Uh There's that. There's the Charlotte Fleurs fellow in there. Is it Andre or whatever? Andre. Yeah. yeah he, 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 you know, he's he's probably got a bit of traction. Uh, I think there's that Tony Depp in there. I think he's making a bit of traction right now. You know, right. uh, there's not that many people that's actually a season. As I do that, I book a lot on people's names I see on the internet. Mm. Uh, no one's really screaming or making a lot of noise. Not really.
0: No, uh i would go for shane taylor and his guy shane taylor's really a roh as yeah, well he's been it's been over a loads uh and the foundation john jonathan gresham who's been here obviously so Again, many times loads, yeah. part with chris burks as a tag team yeah john gresham's worked for me loads of times uh you well it's so underrated jonathan gresham is isn't it
1: well, quality wrestler and everything but yeah what sells in wrestling is different. If it's somebody nobody's had, somebody who's new to the, the UK scene, that sells tickets. If it's somebody who's been here before, it doesn't necessarily sell tickets. So mm. it's always got to be someone fresh, but who's always also making noise over there so people want to see them. And it's finding that right
0: balance. Yeah. And as you say, there are so many promotions now uh, within the UK. As you say, we mentioned earlier, just so many promotions now that it, it can be a bit oversaturated at times and yet as you say finding that right name that right person at that right time yeah very very difficult and uh, must be a lot of fun but we're going to be running a competition for your pcw on demand that you've uh, uh allowed us very graciously uh, yeah. which we will be promoting when we do because we are watching standard deliver tonight we're going to be live streaming And set it all up apparently. So I'm going to be live streaming that. Uh, Do you know the matches? Do you want to go through and go for uh, what's the Uh, predictions? I I don't have a clue
1: what the cards are for NXT. I don't. don't, Honestly, I'm like the worst promoter ever. I'm like because you're you're
0: busy with your own, so it's difficult to.
1: There's no benefit to me. These guys are signed not available. Yeah. Uh, I've always booked not by watching wrestling, but by seeing the chatter about people. Mm. Because it's that chatter that sells tickets. It's people talking about them. It's not personal bias. Once you get lost as a personal bias, you're booking who you want to see, not who will make your money. And it's always worked for me. Well I've even done it with British wrestlers, you know, European wrestlers, not just the Americans. It's who who people are talking
0: about, whose name I'm seeing in the right, you know, in the right light. Uh, and as you say, you've, you've got them all on your roster already. All the, as you say, all the top guys around the uh, UK at the moment. It's a fantastic roster. And it looks like, as you say, that Academy Open Day is going to be an incredible event. Uh, plus your uh, benefit show, the non-wrestler training day. And then, of course, your first show, which is in Accrington. Is that right? For
1: the first show, um, that's August 13th, uh, Blackpool Tower. Then awesome. um, it's August 14th, that's uh, Hanley in Stoke.
0: Mm. September 10th is Preston, September 11th is Accrington. Ah, there we go. And are they all going to be taped shows? Yes, yes, yeah, yes.
1: All taped for TV. Um, we've got all the kit now, you know. Uh, so Basically, we've got this nice fancy desk where all the cameras wiring into it and we can live edit on the go so we, you know, right on... So everything will be edited instantly. It'll speed everything up. Uh, we can also li- live stream off this desk as well. So if I can get it working, if it'll work via 4G
0: especially, uh, then I'll definitely start putting out some live streams of events as they're happening. Just, well, as you say, so much to look forward to with uh, PCW and yourself. And we thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, as I say, we'll kick uh, PCW On Demand. We'll have a competition running. Uh, like, tweet, go follow Stephen and uh, PCW as well as the Tea and Tights channel. And it's just going to be an amazing thing. Is there anything <laughs> else you would like to uh, plug? To, no, to be honest, I can't
1: keep up with everything I've got going on already. So it's crazy. <laughs> I've got... well,
0: I will let you get back to all of that, because as you say, very busy person. Uh, so we have been, well, two guys left drinking tea, talking about grown adults, wrestling in the tights. Have a great day and night. And don't ever, folks, don't feed the trolls.
1: <laughs> yeah, big <think> son. <laughs>